Welcome to our Celebrate Recovery Podcast channel. I want to thank you for joining us here. Weekly we are posting our testimonies or teachings from our Celebrate Recovery meetings that happen on Tuesday night. Our step studies happen at 6 and then we have large group and worship at 7. At 8 we have our delicious dinner and go into our small groups where we overcome and know how victorious we are over our hurts, habits, and hang-ups. So I want to encourage you to join us whenever you can. Uh, look us up on Facebook. You can find our location there, Hartville Celebrate Recovery. And uh, we are doing something different here, just like what this is, a, a little 10-minute devotion to encourage you in your fight in your battle of becoming victorious over your hurt, habit, or hang-up. And uh, we'll be doing this weekly. My name is Caleb. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. And I want to I wanna thank you. And I want to share with you something that has uh, been on my heart, that has came to me, especially this past week. But I've been doing a devotion over the book uh, by Stephen Furtick called Unqualified. And... Uh, this book, I've read it multiple times because I am someone who struggles with self-worth, with sometimes just believing in my true self because the enemy wants to come and attack us. And the thing that I want to talk about is how God introduced himself to Moses with just two words. He said, I am. Now God is, he's God. He is everywhere with everyone, at every time, at any time, just whenever he needs to be at the moment, his name does not need a third word. However, we like to put a blank behind that phrase and fill it in. I am blank. What is, uh, what is your blank? What is your third word? You know, we, we, we have to find our, we, we usually try to find a way to anchor our identities. And we put that by words a lot. Something that is maybe specific, tangible, descriptive, but completing the I am blank sentence is not as easy as it sounds. So, so think of what are, what are the first words that come to your mind when you fill that blank in? I am what? Seldom do we stop to question whether we've gotten our third words right. Still, the thing that I battle with daily is that third word is some of the first words that come to my mind. I am not good enough. I am messed up. I am broken. I am unqualified to do this job. I am lousy. I am cheesy. I am not funny, I am not loving, I'm stupid, I'm stuck, I'm tired, I'm lonely. You know, what what are your third words? You know, I do know my third words now are not words that I chose but words that God has chosen for me that I am loved. I am forgiven. I am 
a child of God. I am no longer a slave to fear. I am blessed. I am hopeful. You know, what... What is your identity based to? What are, what are you anchoring your identity to? You know, how does the words that you chose first compare with God's assessment of you? You know, getting these right takes a long time. Maybe it takes a lifetime. You know, dig deeper into who God has called you to be. Ask the tough questions and allow God to define you. So as we talk about this, the thing that really stood out to me this past week um, is something I, that hit me while I, I, I was in my daily run. You know, I have started this new routine where I get up and I work out. I do my Bible reading, I go work out, I do a little running, and then I get ready and go to work. And, you know, Paul tells us in Hebrews 12, he says, let us throw off everything that hinders hinders us in the sin that so easily entangles us and let us run with perseverance to the race marked out for us. We are to run. And we're running a race in our faith and I'm running a race in my physical fitness because I'm just tired of being out of shape. So the last part of that in verse 2 says, well, the, the first part in verse 2, it says, fixing our eyes on Jesus pioneer and perfecter of faith so when i started running it was a little cold out but you know i was excited i did it and i'm running i'm running hard and and there's a there's a loop in town that i run and there's a mailbox that marks the one mile and when i come around a corner uh i hear my old coaches my my college coach and you know even my high school coaches yelling at me you know stride it out is uh, to push harder, to run faster, you know, to, to to run through that finish line. And sometimes it's really hard to run through as hard as you need to and as hard as you can with all your might when you don't see it. You know, he says, fixing our eyes on Jesus. You know, that is who I am in. That's where I find who I am in. And last week... Living in the Midwest, we, we get all four seasons in basically one week. And it was like 55 degrees outside. It was beautiful running weather. And uh, I'm running. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm looking at the, the beauty of the sunrise. And I ran hard. I ran good. And so the next day, it is cold. It was like a 30 degree temperature change. And I still went out and I ran because I'm going to do this. I'm persevering myself. I'm disciplining myself. Now, there's a place in this loop that I run and it's called the Hope Landing Recovery Home. And we call it the Hope House. And the house mom there, her name, she's my BFF. Her name's Pam. And sometimes she's out there in the mornings and she's uh, my motivation to keep pushing to keep running. And, you know, just, just last week, we finished the lesson, Hope. And we were talking, you know, what, what are the things that bring hopelessness on us? You know, what, does it, what do we do when we feel hopeless? And 
you know, as I'm running in that cold weather, you know, I that that cold wind really, you know, it makes my eyes water, and then I feel I got, I have a, oh, you know, just just frozen snot stickles, you know, out of my nose, things like that. I know it's probably gross. Who cares? But I put my head down and I trudge along. You know, there are times that we need to just put our head down and keep moving. But I was running the whole loop like that. I'd look up every once in a while just to make sure I'm I'm sticking on the on the same path. But I'm just barely seeing the potholes come into vision before I have to move and miss them before I roll an ankle in it. In life, we go through storms. In life, the weather changes and we are faced against an opposition that it's tough because that next day it was sleeting those little pellets of ice were hitting my face and it didn't feel good i put my head back down and i keep running i'm still trudging i'm still trying to persevere through this race but my head's down you know it was really hard is to know how far am i how close am i to the finish line am i you know do i need to speed it up can i just keep calling this jog a jog when it's barely even a speed walk you know some of those older ladies at the mall would lap me at that pace and there was one morning i'm running out and uh pam my bff pam and and so another girl from the hope house came out and it's kind of like a little you know motivation point in, the, in that run where I really wanted to quit. I really just wanted to get done. I wanted to walk the rest of the way. I didn't want to finish as strong as I could have. They came out and it was, uh, it, it was uplifting. You know, we call it the Hope House and I passed that and there was hope. The thing is I had to look up and see it. Sometimes we feel this hopelessness is all around us, but if we just looked up, we would see the hope that is before us. And the funny thing is, you know, not only did she later, she didn't bribe me with these almond croissants, but I ran another lap. There was this hope put into me because of those who I've surrounded myself with. Just like in Hebrews twelve one, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, we're surrounded. Who are you surrounded by? Who is, are the people you're, you're surrounded by giving you hope? Are they helping you pick your head up to see that you're close to the finish line, that you can push through in this season, through this storm, and run full steam through that finish line of this season? So that way you can prepare for the next venture, for the next battle. You know, we have to look. We have to look up. Fix your eyes. You know, are are your is your, are your eyes looking down because you don't have true self worth and you, you you can't find who you truly are because maybe you're looking at everything else except through God. So I want to encourage you this week to look up. If you feel hopeless, look up because the hope might be right there in front of you. The hope might be cheering you on, but your headphones are blaring songs that are not sending you the right message and they're keeping you distracted from those who are trying to help you. 
So I thank you for listening. I pray that God will bless you this week. Run this race. Persevere through this race. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Join us Tuesday night because we got an amazing night planned. Talking about an awesome testimony, some awesome worship, and an awesome celebration of accomplishments, of victories overcoming in our lives. Again, look us up on Facebook. If you want to find us, contact us. We'd be happy to help guide you here and we'd be happy to celebrate with you in this recovery. God bless.